Canda, we are live. Woo woo! Thank you for tuning in again. This is going to be episode six of the DGEN Report. Today, we have the wonderful Krom in our presence. So um, before we get too far into things, I'm going to turn things over to him. Um, let him explain um, you know, who he is, talk a little bit more about himself um, and how he found his way into the community. Um, for most of you, you'll probably recognize his GOAT PFP. Um, but aside from that, definitely want him to um, give a little bit about his backstory in the CNFT space um, and a little bit more about him himself so Krom, you take it away yo all right so um i think i've been in the cnft space since uh probably about august of 2021 so yeah a little bit over a year now um i, I basically joined the day that clays minted but i didn't mint any clays uh big big fail there but you know we, we move <laughs> on uh first kind of big thing that really got me hooked was i minted yumis i minted like a couple i, I think i got to get two yumis in the mint and then I ended up buying a few off the floor for like 100, 200 ADA. And I just, you know, back then, ADA was like $3, too. So I ended up just making like like maybe a couple thousand dollars over that week of just flipping those those Yumis. And I was like, dude, this is this is nuts. This is this is my, like, this is like what I made in a month at the time, you know. So I was, I was pretty, pretty hooked in just from that. And then it really started out as kind of like a financial thing for me. And then I kind of started diving into these communities and, and kind of learning about what it was really actually kind of, I mean, when you first start, you don't really, I feel like it's hard to kind of value an NFT until you really get in the communities and kind of understand what's really going on as far as like uh, kind of the idea of, of them building into Web3 and kind of all the, the advances that come with that into like real, real life stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I minted, minted a bunch of goats, got really lucky on the mints. Uh, just love the people, just love the people in there really. Um, just made a bunch of friends and just kind of never left and mm -hmm. kept stacking goats. You know, of course, I love the way they look. I love the a lot of the uh, the traits and stuff are kind of cool or just nostalgic to me. Um, but yeah, just just something about goats. You know, it's the the greatest of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do you have a favorite goat attribute? Um. So pro. Okay. So in the background, uh, hypno eyes. Or the goat bill. I have. I actually have two out of nice. the three um, hypno goats in, or hypno ducks in the whole collection. So there's only oh, Hobbs has the other one. Gosh. And good luck. So good okay. luck ever getting one. Of course, of course he does. <laughs> you got to go through two people, and uh, the the other one. I think I think he listed it for like five days for like 25k ADA, and then took it down. So damn, um, Jesus, oh, wow. But yeah, so um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's pro probably the hypno eyes or the duck bill. I really love the combination. Something about it, just I don't know. I, I love the way it looks. Um, yeah. But but yeah. Yeah. Last week, I ended up picking up a purple goat. No, I picked up a. So I think it's a vapor wave. Oh yeah, you're with, probably, probably right. With a purple Mohawk, which kind of yep. lo looks like my Dejan is there, so I'm like, "Fuck yes, I yeah. need this." But but we need to get Tyler to, to get. Yeah, a I I still goats. have a go. I've looked at a bunch of them. I don't know. I just need to like. I need to, to quit playing around and pull the trigger on one. Um, I th I think it's a good yeah. time for it. I mean, I mean, I feel like it's a good time to buy anything that you you're interested in in this space. I mean. It's it, you know, yeah, eight is eight is like opinion. dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah. When when I ended up buying my safari there, no, Savannah, my, my Savannah, Savannah, no, you're close. Savannah, yeah. 
my Vibana. So I think I bought it for like 500 and then I ended up buying my Vaporwave for like 550 which blew my mind. Yeah. The Vaporwaves too, I mean, they're they're so beautiful and like sought after, you know, so. Yep. And they are also dirt cheap also. But that kind of leads us into taking some of the questions that we got from the GOAT Discord, which we got a couple over there from some of the GOATs of the GOATs. So the first question is, what is the most crom thing that you have ever done? I see. I thought I, I saw that question being asked, and I was like, I don't even know how to answer that. Like, what is what is is? Yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I guess I maybe I'll just like kind of say like my my favorite thing that's happened as far as like the name Crom goes is is for about I mean there's you'll still see some people like in the Goat Discord named Crom or Crom's older sister. I think Crom's older sister like J Dub still has his. Yeah, but just like then one it, one week. Like everybody just like was like like yep. there was Crom Dome the, um, I mean there was just so many of them I can't even remember like some of the best ones I wish I would have uh, kind of documented some of the funnier ones when gosh, when was... when whenever I went over and there and was like searching to tag you there were like five Croms <laughs> popping up and I'm like. So it's that <laughs> one. OG Space Goat, yeah. Yeah. OG Space yeah. Goat. Yeah. The, the most stutter boy thing I've ever done is like making a podcast because I got bored with the community. So I'm like, we need something new. So let me make a podcast. Yeah. And here we I think are. The, yeah, the and most. Then here we are. The most big T thing I've ever done is is do a podcast with Stutterboy. That's probably the biggest you know, the, the biggest T thing I could have done. To change my answer, the most to the most crom thing I ever did was was go on the podcast with uh with Mitch <laughs> and Mitch and Tyler. That kind of leads us into our next question, which what is your hottest CNFT take? Oh, as far as like kind of like a hot take over the whole community. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I honestly, my biggest thing is we're just, I, I feel like the community itself and the, the people involved are just kind of undervalued as far as how, how involved, how intelligent, and just how creative a lot of these people are. Like there's just, I, I, it's just kind of incredible some of the people I talk to on a daily basis and how, how talented they are and either being an artist or they're graphic designers or they just do all these things in real life that are just so crazy and. Um, or even just my ability to meet people across the world that are also great. I think I think it's just uh, it's just underrated the the way you can connect with people through the internet, especially mm-hmm. through th- this sort of media. Who do you think is currently the most underrated talent in CNFTs? Um, underrated. I want to say, uh, and it's kind of, kind of probably why I'm even here is uh, the, the voyage, just because of like what the, what they've got going on with a lot of their art, um, a lot of kind of. I, I guess I've I've heard Stash talk a lot in kind of his vision of um, kind of like making a gaming NFT and kind of like how at least his principles behind it really line up with what I think needs to be done to make a NFT gaming thing actually happen in like a realistic mm-hmm. sort of way. Yeah. Um, 
as a gamer myself, I, I really, or I mean, I've been gaming my whole life, I feel like. So I, I feel like there's a lot of kind of, um, like the monetization in a lot of the scene, the NFT gaming, I feel like uh, kind of steers some regular gamers away because you really just, at the root of it, it needs to be something fun, something cool, something creative that that has the technology to be traded and maybe even profit off of the time that you put in, but maybe not necessarily like a job, you know? Yeah. Big T Dewey, do you have any hot, sexy takes? Um... I think my hottest take would be that <clears throat> I feel like we have these two parties in the CNFT space, right? I think that there are the side of the community that like want to be very like, I, what's the word I'm trying to say? Not everyone's obviously pretty friendly, but very much so like inclusive and like want to just hold everybody's hand. And then you have the other side with people like lucid who literally will talk shit to everybody. If you have like, if you say something stupid online, like he'll, he'll call you out for it and say like, you're an idiot. And I feel like a lot of people in this space don't think that we can coexist or that this like both sides can like operate in the same space. They're like, well, you should be nicer. Or he's like, or you should be more of an asshole. And I think that, I think it takes kind of both to build like a strong community because it is it is important to onboard people and you know bring them into our space. Um, but it's also important to like call people out when they're wrong in any capacity, whether that be in like crypto or they just tweet something out that is ridiculous. Like I think it's important to call them out when people are wrong. So um, I think that would be my hot take is that like not everybody's going to get along and we should all just like do our best to keep everybody moving forward without arguing with each other about like if you're nice or not. You, you you don't need to be nice to get along, which I feel like because it's so so anonymous, like social media, and kind of the entire CNFTT ecosystem, because it's all on a line. There's no like face to face. That there's no needing to find a middle ground. You 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 can kind of push that too far. And then a lot like somebody else might say, oh, this person put this, therefore this person is a bitch. Yeah. But that's just because everything is on a line. Like you, you see uh, pe- people post memes that's like that this is the CNFT Twitter, which it's like two dogs like barking at each <laughs> other from like, like, like opposite sides of a fence. Then, yeah. uh, then, then somebody comes in and opens that fence, and they're like going up to each other, looking at each other's butts. And I'm n- not saying that's what's going to happen at CNFT Con, but but kind of that same animosity. It turns turns out we don't hate each other. We right. just hate each other's pers- personas on the internet. Yeah, my biggest take might be a bit of pandering to goats, but so I have no idea why the floor is currently where it's kind of at, which which I don't mind because I'm buying. But but you see things like Kongs, you see things like Calais, where they've got a massive following behind them and a very, very engaged community. And I kind of see goats in that same light. 
So um, maybe people just haven't caught on yet, or I think it has to do a lot with too, like your perception of like how how online everybody is. Like for myself, I'm online all the time. Like I'm always on my Twitter. Like I'm always on Discord. Like so I can keep up with the space pretty quickly. But say that like you see, you know, a couple of projects that like you really like. I feel like that gives you kind of a tunnel vision if you're not like chronically online like a lot of people in this space are because you kind of miss the ship on a lot of other stuff just because you don't you don't have the time or you don't want to put in the time to like scroll through like jpeg store or you know scroll up and down twitter to like see what different communities are about or getting discord yeah so i think honestly it just has to do with people and their ability to like you know actually spend the time to like do the work and hop in the communities and see what they're about. And a lot of people either don't have that time or they don't want to spend that time. Brom, what do you feel about my take? I'd have to agree. Of course. I mean, it's pretty obvious that I, I would feel that way, but it, it's, what? I, I don't know. It, it's just kind of, it's just a very nuanced thing in the first place, you know, like the, the, I mean, it, it, it could really be anything that, that turns people away from buying goats or maybe thinking that they're not around to stay. But if you go into the Discord, if you've been around, if you know the community, um, we're just we're going to be there, be there for, yeah. for kind of whatever happens, whatever falls. So, I mean, it's it's something for me that I just uh, I, I I sleep well at night holding goats. I, I've held several projects that kind of make me nervous to hold. I'm worried about, like, when am I going to flip this? When am I going to get rid of this? and it's it's always it's always ended up that my ada that i flipped anything off of always went back to the goats um but i mean i i don't know i i try not to even take my own opinion on these sort of things too seriously because i mean at the end of the day it's a goat jpeg and yeah you know it uh or or they're all jpegs anyway you know so i uh i like Mm. what i like and I, i i enjoy the community i feel like um you know a lot of you know, as far as um, I, I've personally seen the comic book, I really love the time and the energy that's been spent into that, um, the artwork behind it, and the, kind of the artwork that's that's been kind of, uh, and, and even for me personally, you know, I've I've won the I won the one of one space goat. I was airdropped a L three vial. Um, I you know I minted two sign tags. I've I've just been incredibly lucky within this space too, especially um, that I feel like I just. I feel like they're like my good luck charm, you know, my, my lucky, yeah. my lucky goat's horn or whatever you yeah. call it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I do believe that the community is kind of equal to a, that of the Kongs. So like you go back five months, the, the goats pretty much beat, beat out the Kongs in the meme war back then and things like that. So, so I don't know what's going on there, but goats are such a good hold, and that they should be doing doing even better, like kind of soon. But yeah. that leads us into the ne- next topic. You you kind of brought up how the community kind of like brought you in to be the goat that you you are today. But what what other than the community like drew you in to being being a, a goat and uh, making that your main identity in the CNFT ecosystem? 
Oh, um, well, I feel like, like I said, I mean, the, the community, of course, really make, makes a lot of things, but even the, the overall project and just kind of um, a few of the things that they stand for as far as like inclusive inclusivity, like kind of having the, uh, you know, the, the pride breed kind of being dedicated towards a, 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 a group that, that doesn't necessarily always, I mean, I feel like more nowadays, they um, the kind of the pride movement is a lot stronger and there's a lot more um, kind of involvement from everybody and, and kind of helping out just to kind of bring awareness or, or you know, just kind of support in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that sort, and it's not something I, um, I feel like I've ever had to like struggle with personally or anything, but it's just, it's just nice, nice to be in a place that's kind of comfortable that I feel like, you know, you can kind of be whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that of course, like I've talked about the art and kind of the traits and stuff that go along with those. Um, I don't know. I, I I feel like it's just the 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 Discord environment, the Twitter environment. Yeah. I love the memes. I love the jokes. Just kind of kind of just uh, goading around, you know. <laughs> uh, big big T, take the next one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um. So if Chrome if goats didn't exist, which NFT project would you be um, as invested in as you are in goats? Um, I'd probably say the clays. I, I, I have a couple and I feel like anytime I hop in their discord, I always have a good time too. It's just kind of the same sort of fun community. Yeah. So do you have, um, you have OG clays? Uh, no, like no, I have a, no, no, I have, so I have a few plots. I have like some of the, uh, kind of the random like reward edition. So I have like the hoodie and then the NFT that goes with the hoodie. That was actually a giveaway. Um, mm. so I was gifted that. That was really lucky. Holy have, shit! I, this is the luckiest guy I've ever known. This is insane. <laughs> do you do, so? How often do you participate in these giveaways? Um, in the beginning, I did it. I did it a lot more often. Now, I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've participated in one that wasn't like goat sponsored in a while. Jesus, um, man. And that would be mostly like if I won like a goat from another goat, I'd probably pass it on. Um, oh. but, um, one of my favorite editions I have isn't really like super like expensive or anything, but it's Benji from good Charlotte, which I always thought he was like the coolest one. Cause he had the Liberty spikes, you know? So it's yeah. The, yeah. the one where he's like, he like looks at his hand and he goes like this and his hand goes through the spikes. Yeah. Like, little, like you know, blood clay yeah. comes out. Um, That's cool. and then you might see it in the background, but by, by the way, some of these I have, some of these aren't mine. Those are all mine still, but some of the NFTs that flash aren't mine. So if you see them <gasps> up there, I'm sorry. Uh, I just haven't taken them out of the frame. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Um, oh my gosh. He right click saved them. He right click saved them. Right click saved. We, need, yeah. we, we are t- turning off your video from <laughs> now on. Um, and then I've got a, like a zombie clay good Charlotte with the eye beard. And I feel like that that one I could honestly I think if I traded a few of mine in I could get an OG. Um, yeah, I, I do, love the eye beard. Jobs, so I kind of do. I, yeah, the eye beard's really cool. Yeah, the eye beard. Um, I just picked up my first clay. I just got a, a good Charlotte clay um, with like the with the good Charlotte hoodie. Um, nice. And I was I wanted to get an eye beard. I just like I didn't I was impatient to keep saving Ada, and I was like I'm gonna just buy one already. Yeah, so. they're they're expensive. I yeah. Um, so speaking of my luck, I in the last Pavia mint, I minted an estate, and it was a water waterfront estate next to a teleport station. So I sold that for like 
5,000 ADA. And, and that's how I got, that's how I got the eye beard. Um, Good. Yeah, I was, I, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's been crazy. It's really, it doesn't make sense. Um, that's so crazy. Make sense. Yeah, I've minted but, so many things, and I don't think I've ever minted anything good ever. Yeah, same. Ever my my first mint, I uh, minted bumping uglies. I got like <laughs> ranked ranked twenty six that I now could sell for like fifty ADA. And I was going to say like, I don't I don't think I've heard of them, which isn't isn't yeah, exactly my first <laughs> mint. So so. So I'm not a big minter. I'm a, more of a collector than it's, anything else. It's a safe else. way to do it, you know. I mean, yeah. minting's a gamble. It's like, you know, it really is just a, you know, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. That that end, with me, I feel so much safer just like buying after because I know what I can buy and then the the art kind of like gets better to me. Yeah, I think I think the thing with that, too, is, you know, you get to see like like I mean, these are you're essentially investing. I mean, you, you know, I mean, the art is great, but you, at the end of the day, you don't want somebody who's just going to take your money and like spend it on a vacation or something. You, know? you want somebody who's going to take yeah. your money and and put it into hiring people, advertisements, you know, yep. or, or somebody who's just good at that. I mean, if you're good at it, maybe you can hold the money in a wallet and just kind of, you know, pull from it when you need to or whatever. But um, I, I think I think it's important to kind of see how how they manage their money and, and how, you know, I think, I think there's some red flags that can, that can definitely pop up after a minute, you know, after, after they have, have what they essentially intended to get out of it, you know, what, what are they going to do mm-hmm. from there on? I kind of would like to answer that question also, because, because I didn't build my brand on goats, but I did build it kind of with Universe 25, and then I built it a bit with Dejan during the meme war with my garbage memes of like me just like putting somebody's face face over it. Meanwhile, Goats and Kongs did a like full two-hour videos, <laughs> movies, documentaries about how awesome they are. But... So if it weren't for both the universe or DJs, might be goats. I'm not gonna lie because, like, for me, everything I do is more so community based than anything else. Mm. So so like you said, like tease said a thousand times, you need to enjoy the community and to enjoy. The art so uh, for me that's that's even more key and uh, like we've said a thousand times in the past 20 minutes of doing this podcast goats has like such a cool community so maybe i could have been the karam if karam didn't exist <laughs> never know oh no oh never no w- yeah, well, and, and kind of wrapping up, like the goats talk, we kind of like front-loaded the pod with a bunch of goats questions, Um, so kind of like wrapping up that grouping of topics, Um, I'm pretty sure Mitch, Mitch definitely put this one here, when do you, do you have plans for a space goat tat? Oh, man, that would be, that would be really cool, so my thing with tattoos um, is the, do you have any? Like, I really, 
No, I don't. So I, I've, okay. always, I've, I've like, I really love tattoos. I've really always kind of wanted one. But my thing is, like, my tattoo style is kind of like, like, I really like something like kind of like realistic scenery. So yeah. I would want, I always wanted like really large pieces, so like a whole like sleeve of like a scenery with kind of different, different, very realistic sort of like details going on. I mean, mm-hmm. as you could imagine, it's really hard to find somebody to do that. It's a lot of hours, so a lot of money. Um, so yeah. yeah, any tattoo I've ever really wanted is going to be like, is it like been price tagged at like several thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. Um, so space goat tattoo, um, potentially, but I would probably have to kind of like edit the style or, or kind of sneak it in with a scenery. I don't know that that's the thing. Cause I, uh, yeah, yeah I, I really, I really just love, um, like hyper details scenery, usually more like realism. Like I like other people's tattoos of like different traditional, all sorts of things, but um, but yeah, for me, that's that's kind of what I've always like. I guess appealed to me as far as yeah. Maybe I might get the logo of a NFT that I enjoy, but to <laughs> get a whole ass goat goat NFT, or for me, me it'd be a whole ass human like tattooed on me. That just that's yeah. that to me is not going to make sense to anybody in like ten years, or maybe it might, but but they'll be like, dude, why do you why do you have a tattoo of a human on your lower back or whatever <laughs> it is? You got that's, a university twenty five transamp. Yeah. Hey. Go. I, Gotta just do put just put the movement the movement across your, your movement. lower back. There you go. The movement <laughs> oh that would be awesome. Well, no, I my take on my take on NFT tats is that I I agree with you. I would almost want to put like a logo of a project rather than the NFT itself because say say like this time next year, Goats is the next like board ape. You know, they're all worth like a hundred and twenty grand, like a hundred fifty grand USD. Like I'm gonna want to sell it, right? Like uh, uh, at uh, least yeah, sell, yeah. sell. Like so, if I I can't sell that one, because then I'm gonna look like an asshole because someone else owns it, but it's tattooed on me. So then I'm gonna look stupid. So that's the this only reason really... I wouldn't do it. Yeah, then, basically, then... that's the only reason I wouldn't do it. Because if I had to sell it, then I'd feel like an idiot, a real big. Then, then kind of on the other side, like say a goat's pulled out. Then, uh, then you've got this goat tattoo <laughs> for a lifetime, which was kind of the big controversy back during during Bearcat Rocky Club. I don't yeah. even remember. I'm sorry, <laughs> BCRC fans. But but so kind of because of that, I don't see a reason to actually get a tattoo on. Unless it's on my lower back that says the <laughs> movement, but right. Dude, that'd be so awesome, bro. Big T would have loved that. Oh yeah, I would. I, I feel 100%. like if, if Space Goat was like in a movie, like we get, we you know we do the comic books, we launch a movie. Space Goat's in a movie. I might get like a scenery of Space Goat fighting off some like you know some evil carnivorous goats or something, you know. Uh, yeah, but I feel like a lot of that is to, you know what I mean? Like I, I you got to be realistic with really where it's at. You know, it's a year old project. It's doing really good. It's, you know, it's, it's built up, um, some momentum, but at the same time, you know, a lot of successful businesses don't make it, you know? So I think, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not, you, you can't compare goat tribe to like, 
Disney. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like it's Disney is here to stay because they've, they've been around and they've, they've encapped, they've grown, they've got this wealth, they've got this, this foundation essentially, you know? So I think, yeah. I think being realistic while also kind of knowing what to look for as far as what's, what's valuable in the space is really important because I mean, it, it's a lot of fun, but it is also, it's your money and it's your time. Yeah. It's, you know, so be smart. Yeah. But say you, you are a founder of a NFT project, then then I do think you should get a big tattoo of your NFT <laughs> project. That that way we know that no matter what happens, you <laughs> cannot pull out. Because then, then you'll need to like look down at your hand and see this this Coco Loco tattoo of for the rest of your, your goddamn <laughs> life, because you deserve that. But I, I don't know if you knew that, but or knew this, but our uh, so CNFT cult or uh, our like, kind of like one of the main main devs on the goat tribe, he has his goat on his thigh. Yeah, big, big old like thigh tattoo. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if you knew that or if you no. Were, that's that's commitment. But, that's commitment. See, that was early on too. That was um, maybe a couple of months after the mint. So yeah, he. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go back and then buy another goat. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. To to kind of change the topic off of goats and NFTs, let's talk about something that that's that's a bit more crazy. So, Rom, what is the most trouble that you ever got in back when you were in school? Oh man, I could tell you a lot of stories actually. Um, so, um, man, this is oh man, this is like wiped off my record and everything. But when I was like nine years old, oh, I I used a uh, I think it was my Atlantis Swim Club membership card to break into a, an abandoned house with some of my friends, and we just were like in there, and we got in trouble. You were nine entering. I was like, okay, no, maybe I was eleven. I think I was like 11, but I was really young. Like I was just like, I you're still a my, kid like, though. My, yeah. You're still a kid. Yeah. I was like a kid. And I learned how to do that from like my sister, like breaking into the bathroom or something. So it wasn't like I was like a hardened criminal or anything, but like, yeah. like, like, like it was like one of those old like bathrooms where if you like press the button and closed it, it would lock, you know? So I think she would break into it with that. But yeah, that was, uh, yeah. A, a cop showed up at my house. I was grounded for several months. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. And I had saved up some money and that was gone. Cause I had to pay for, Something that one of the like one of the other kids said like like they like took out the popsicles and like made a mess. Would yeah, you was... would you do it a again? <laughs> no, that was no, that was, uh, that was don't actually, like, it, yeah. Don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> we, we we encourage bad behavior over here. No, uh, so I'll tell you another thing that I wouldn't take back. And so during high school, I. Um, I, uh, I, I like, I skipped a bunch of days. I was, I was working and I just kind of had this mentality that like, I don't, I don't need this. I got a job. You know? and I was stupid because I was working at like Texas Roadhouse, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, nice. I, I got it go. made. I don't need any, I don't need, I'm making $12 an hour. I don't need them. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I skipped a bunch of school and I had skipped so much school that I had basically failed, uh, like chemistry and algebra two. And so, I had to take like these online classes and I found all the answers online, completed the, the both the classes in two days. Been and then so all I had left was 
right? So all I had left was an art class and an English class. So I skipped a total of 90-some-odd days my senior year of school. That's um, crazy. And I was, I was called the office every single day, and I wasn't there. I didn't go. Um, and at the time, I had actually I moved out of my parents' house. So whenever when you were in high school, try, I was in high school. I was 17. Um, okay. So they couldn't... They couldn't get my mom in trouble because I wasn't living with her, and they couldn't do anything to me because I wouldn't sign over. Um, I forget the term for it, but it's like basically like my own adulthood, I guess is what like you can like sign. Like there's like a form you can. There's a term. Um, it starts with an A. Like there's a term for it. I know what you're talking but, about, and I can't think of you know it. I, mean? I can't think of what yeah, it is. I'm yeah, really there's a term for it. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I didn't do that, and so I just I just skipped a bunch of days. Um, Barely, barely graduated, like super, super bottom of my class, you know. Nice. Like, as, as you do um, for skipping 90 days of school. But Oh, are you talking about like emancipation? Emancipate, that's the word. Yeah, yeah, emancipate. Yeah, emancipate. I, I like didn't you, emancipate you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't emancipate, yeah. Yeah, and so I was in like a weird limbo where they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything to her because I wasn't living under her roof. They couldn't do anything to me because I wasn't legally emancipated. So they couldn't, they couldn't charge me for... I guess truancy. I don't know how they. I don't know how that works. If you get charged, yeah, I don't know if you can charge an adult for truancy. Yeah, I know that's weird. Yeah, I don't know, but um, but yeah. What do you ever do with that again? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like I really lost anything out of that. Um, I mean, I, I like I said, I I walked. I walked with everybody else. Um, I didn't have any ribbons or anything, you know. And I I don't use the old cap and gown. No cords. Yeah, I don't know much about. I'm not good at algebra right now. Um, so it hasn't come up yet. So. Yeah, yeah, you 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 don't need to know math when you, you can buy funny pictures of goats. Right, I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky like that. You know, I don't. I'll just I'll just mint another Pavia, another metaverse estate, and that'll that'll get me through the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe if they do have a Pavia tattoo, then you'll be good. But if they, they don't, you are flare. fucked. Yeah. Get a Minecraft block. The The biggest trouble I've ever gotten in, so I can think of two times, and both of them was when I was very, very young. But my first time was when I robbed a bank back in the fourth Grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. Uh, it's very yeah. good story. Yep, yep. So I can see you standing so, up on the counter and that you're like this tall. You know, you're just like a little ass yeah. kid. <laughs> if you have a gun, I mean, they're gonna give it to you. The uh, the time I did that, we did this thing called the 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 Johnson. Um, bank which that's the 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 elementary that that i went to <laughs> then this this bank was kind of a, a way to to teach us about finances and things like that so so every morning when it was a friday we'd go in and then we'd give them like two dollars and they'd get give us like one of those like hopper that things that like jump up when you push down on them. Oh, dude, those things were sick. You take the little rubber yeah. thing; it looks like a half a bouncy ball. It's kind of yeah. a scam, though. I mean, like you could probably get like ten of those for two dollars. 
See, we, we, would, we would like put them on our fingers and then like let them pop and shoot at each other in the face. That's what we would do. Kind of going back to, to it, my elementary made bank off of them. Because every Friday <laughs> they That's did a lot. do this. Yes. So then, then on a Cowboy Day, where where everybody got super dressed up as being a cowboy, so I had the bright idea because I dressed up as a bandit to to go with my finger pistols and go <laughs> to the. The the bank workers, which were other fourth graders, and say, "Give me a, your money." <laughs> so 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 I had my finger pistols out, and the the first person was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And then so she she like left, and then I went to a, another ten year old and did it again, and then that person be, began like tearing up, bawling. So, so I went to the third person and I did it. And then they went over and told the teacher. The te- teacher's like pissed, pissed at me. And I'm like, all I want is your money and nobody gets hurt. So, <laughs> so, very so I've always been, been a bit of a actor. So I'm like, there's no way I'm giving up now. I'm way too deep. <laughs> So they they ended up calling my parents, and at first my parents are like, "Oh shit, he did something super fucked up, super bad." Then they came, the the principals like like all mad at me. He's like talking to my parents like, "Your son tried." robbing a bank and my, my parents are just dying of laughing i would too yeah but it seems very it's so ridiculous you're like, a kid like schools schools are like so much like like that's so silly like they just blow everything out of proportion like he's he's gonna think it's okay to be a robber now we gotta we gotta really like put it in there I'll let him know he is armed and dangerous this <laughs> cowboy He's gone from elementary to elementary, taking all of their damn money. He's he's got a bounty of ten million hoppers on him. Hoppers, <laughs> but but um, but it's dumb shit like that that I always got in trouble with because back in fifth grade when we went to a recess because back then I was super athletic. I did soccer. Unlike I'd now. always keep yes i'd always keep up with with the fastest people with the biggest people so then one day for some reason there were no balls out there like no no soccer balls no footballs no basketballs no nothing but what there was was there was that like soft cushiony thing that you put a around a football posts so kids don't like break their necks or teeth or or any bones when they go thirty miles into it. So that was just laying laying on the ground. So 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 I thought it'd be funny if I like picked it up like I was jousting. And then just mow other kids down. So, 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 so I mowed down like six kids, like going as fast, going as fast as I could. Then, then, then I ended up like getting in trouble 
where the teacher like kept me in the office for two hours. Ended up missing like fifth grade math. Best day of my life. Right? Nothing awesome. happened. So worth it. Nothing right. happened. So worth it. That's so Maybe funny. I was a, a bit I can of a see you just out there. I can then. see you just out there just like leveling kids with like a like a pool noodle <laughs> almost. <laughs> like you're just running full speed with a souped up pool noodle yeah. just smacking kids with it. That's Boys, really girls, <laughs> teachers. teachers. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. Teachers. He's already teachers robbed a bank. Anything. He's already robbed a yeah. bank. He can do anything. My um, nothing to this guy. My bounty <laughs> went up by 10 million more operas. Oh yeah, but um, but it's dumb shit like that that you can do, do as a kid, but you, you can't do any more because you should know better. Yeah, that that one I feel like that would get you arrested now, which is yeah, not dumb. Yeah, but also I guess you know you probably shouldn't act like an old lady. Public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if they're your friends and you know they're not old, I mean, why not? Why not level? Why not level them a good time? If I did that same crime today back at the same elementary school, oh, I'd <laughs> oh I'd go to jail for 30, 40, 50 years for yeah, life. That's, they'd That's pretty messed up. They yeah. they'd fucking execute my ass. <laughs> you do honest, live in I'd Texas. You do it. live in Texas. Yeah. They probably would. Oh, or yeah, someone no, one, yeah, one of the know. teachers would actually probably just shoot you before yeah. you ever before you ever got away. Um, they'd they'd pull out a AK forty seven and just <laughs> out of their purse. Yeah, for l- sure. L- l- lay down two hundred bullets. Yeah, same old. Yeah, so I never, <clears throat> I never really got in like a lot of trouble at school. Like I'm, a, I was a good kid. You know what I mean? I also went to like a really small private school, so it was very like rigorous and like structured and routine. Like you couldn't, like you just like had no opportunity to do anything wrong because like. They didn't let you do anything but sit in class, and that was basically it. Um, so I got like some detentions in high school and stuff like that, mostly because I was like, I would talk too much. So same, and like I'm kind of like an asshole. So I remember one time my teacher, like we were all sitting in class. I like this is sitting next to my friend, and we were talking about something. We both played sports in high school, and he was going. I lived like right next to our school, so he was going to come to my house after school, or at least I thought I was. And I was I was just checking with him, like, hey, are you still going to like like ride with me home? And like the bell rang and I was still trying to talk to him about it. Um, and the teacher was like, you guys like need to like stop talking. I was like, I'm just like finishing my question. Just like one second. And he's like, if you guys want to talk, you can go in the hallway. So I like looked at my friend and he looked at me. We we're like, ah, fuck it. So we just got up from class and like went into the hallway. And then our teacher was just, he was such, he was such an asshole. Then he just locked the door and wouldn't let us back in. I was like, this is so stupid. Like, and we were in like high school. I was probably like a junior in high school. So we're like, I can drive to school. Like, why are you locking me out of the room? Like, that's kind of dumb. Right, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's dumb. So he literally, we're standing in the hallway. And then I was like, well, th- like now he's annoying. So then I went around outside. and was knocking on the window to the classroom because like now he made me mad. Let me in. Yeah. Yeah. So then he actually emailed the principal from the classroom and the principal's office like down the hall. So then the principal comes like walking up the hall. He's like, what are you guys doing in the hallway? And I was like, like the t- like our teacher, Mr. Whatever. I was like, he locked us out of the, he locked us out of the room. He was like, yeah, I know he emailed me. Like, why did he do that? I was like, I don't know. He told me if I wanted to talk to go in the hallway. So I went in the hallway and then he locked me out. So and then the the principal just unlocked the door and was like, "Y'all just behave, like bye." <laughs> he just fucking walked back. Yeah, he's probably like, "Man, this is dumb." Like, I don't yeah, he was like, "Dude, I had to walk all the way from the office." Yeah, 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 I had to. Um, 
Yeah, other than that, like nothing bad. When I was in when I was in fifth grade, I got a concussion because this other kid pushed me off the playground. Like we used to have like a big playground, and then next to it we had because I went to like a private school, so it was like a lot of grades. So it was like elementary through high school. So there was like an outdoor. It's kind of like gym equipment almost, um, and they have like the two bars that you know, like you walk on with your hands, like or when you're in like rehab and stuff, you know that you hold on to and you know you like walk. It's like the two little bars. Well, me and my friend, we would like stand on them, like we would hop up there and stand on them. I'm like in like fifth grade, and this other kid came over there. Like I literally never talked to this kid, anything like that. And out of the blue, he just comes over there and he's like, "I want to get up there." I was like, "There's no room. Like there's two of us standing up here." Like, no room for another 12-year-old. And he got mad and just, like, pushed me. So I fell forward, and there was, like, a set of monkey bars on the other side of it. So I fell forward and hit the front of my head on, like, the metal pole that holds up the monkey bar, the monkey bars. And then, like, I fell backwards. And on the way back down, like, I was, like, falling, like, flat. And I hit the back of my head on, like, the metal thing I was standing on. So then it just, like, I just, like, remember laying on the ground, opening my eyes. And my best friend that I was playing with is, like, looking over me. And he's just, like, spinning in circles. And I was, like, holy shit, oh that God. fucking hurt. I had a big, this I This is the day I die. Dude, I had a I had a fucking like huge egg on my forehead from where I hit it so hard. Like it looked like like I had a growth coming out of the side of my head from where I smacked it so hard on the thing. Um but that's yeah, nothing really crazy happens at private school really. So Tyler, do you do you, you ever wonder like how intelligent you could have been? Say that didn't happen. Yeah, I lost at least half of my brain cells that day. It was crazy. That's, that's got to be a hit. I mean, you got to you gotta lose some on that. Oh, yeah. It, like, dinged. Like, I remember hearing the ding as my head smacked it. Like, it hurt. Jesus Christ, man. That's a, that's a double tap. That's a double tap. Yeah, that is a double tap. But I've never broken a bone or anything like that. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's pretty lucky that that was, like, the worst thing that happened to me. That same friend I was playing with, like, the year before, he, like, just broke his arm on the playground. Like, he was just playing on the monkey bars, fell off, and just, like, snapped his arm on the ground. And I was like, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> when Tyler was telling, telling us about that, I remembered a third one I have. Oh. Back my my sophomore or junior year, because I did men's choir back then, and because I live in Texas and football is like so big, I I always thought it was like so funny because you you always see like football coaches like slapping their players on a, the the ass because men's <laughs> choir is the complete opposite of that like what if we all just began acting like football players and then just <laughs> going over and smacking each other on the ass like so so we'd do with that after like every time we'd sing something we'd <laughs> be so like funny. yeah boys and oh, yeah then <laughs> we'd go and just like slap each other on the ass and so after doing that, when I went up to the director and was like, thank you, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. You did amazing. And I gave him one big <laughs> slap on the ass. And then like he gave me a look like, so I can't tell anybody about this, but. <laughs> never do that ever again and th th then i did it again and nothing ever happened <laughs> <laughs> what a guy Jesus, 
Being young is so easy, guys. Being young is so, so easy. Yeah, I'm trying to go back. <laughs> I had like a similar story to, to, to Tyler's, and it was basically the, the teacher was like, if you want to sleep in my class, go sleep out in the hallway. And so I did, and nothing, nobody called the principal or anything. She just kind of came out there and talked to me after that, and I'm like, I work a job, and I'm just tired. And that yeah. was basically it. You can get away with literally anything. Yeah. Like like Karam said, he missed 90 days and mm. he graduated. <laughs> 90 of like maybe maybe 200 days. I was going to say, yeah. It can't but Karam played the system like where, where you weren't emancipated, true. but you weren't living at home. So he literally found like the middle ground that nobody could tell him what to do, which is, which is, yeah. which is key. And that's exactly what I wanted, which wasn't necessarily like i should have probably like stayed living at my parents house and just kind of dealt with the rules that were yeah pretty reasonable um but you know rebellious teenagers oh, right he's such a fucking bad boy <laughs> right so no, 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 no. <laughs> the next topic is what is something that you do often that other people might think is being very very weird uh i play a lot of runescape which is, if you don't know, is a 2007 point-and-click game. Uh, maximum, I think, like 30 frames per second. Uh, just super low quality, all about wizards and goblins. Um, I have a very high-level Iron Man. Um, I've probably put, I've probably put three to five thousand hours into that game. Oh my! Uh, since I since I was a kid, because so, I've played since I was like 11. Um, a lot of my friends and uh, one of my like my cousin who I played with as a kid still plays. Um, so yeah, it's just like a kind of a cool nostalgic thing for me. Um, it's a really good mirror opposite to like Apex because like Apex is just super high intensity, and then RuneScape I'll go like mine a rock or something. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and or, somehow, somehow or the little fifteen hours. Exactly, and then somehow that little experience, like I'm like, yeah, dopamine, yeah, dopamine, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's something I don't, I don't really tell a lot of people about that just because it's kind of like I feel like most people's response is just like, OK, you know, <laughs> the yeah. game came out when people had flip phones. Right. right yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not and you can play it on your phone now and it's the same quality, uh, probably better, probably better <laughs> than it was when I was a kid. I just don't remember. Yeah. There's so many people out there that made that their main game or maybe like, wow, wow. Right. Which I never got into, but but every now and then I might go back and play like Pokemon games that came out 20 years back just just because it's good. Like because the graphics are so so much better, that doesn't change the game. Yeah. With the quality, and then there's a lot more. I, I just, I mean, I just feel like there's a lot more to life than, than some things that we can just explain to. Like, there's something about my brain that likes that yeah. feeling I had when I was a kid, and when I play now, yeah. it kind of mimics yeah. that in a way, I guess. Yeah, you know? so, mm-hmm. um, I mean, my favorite thing about it though, and, and kind of Pokemon has like the same thing, is where you, you can really just keep going with it, you don't really have to like. Like a lot of games, uh, just have finite endings. You know, you've yeah. done yeah. everything. You're you're done. You know, I, and I don't really like that because I like to really just, I like to just just progress my skill level in a game. I guess is yeah. kind of how I like it. Um, yeah. But 
Mitch, I know you do something would, really weird, so I want to know. I really am intrigued by no, what your answer is going to be no, to this. No, I'm very, very normal. <laughs> you tried to rob so four, as or, people as in fourth comes. grade. <laughs> right. Then, uh, then I emoted them down yeah, with then you a javelin with a pool noodle like, while I yeah. slapped their asses. <laughs> oh, if you don't do anything weird what? now, you, you've grown boring. What do I do with that's weird? So, so I'm an Uber, but... But I've also been singing for twenty years, so if I get somebody boring, then then I'll just turn my music up and do do a bunch of like harmonizing and like singing, and then because I because I'm not not annoying about it, it's more so like back background noise or a private concert. So <laughs> and maybe that that's weird, but. But but I mean I end up making good tips from those people that don't want anything to to do with me, which those are usually the people that don't tip. So maybe <laughs> that. What else do I do weird? Um, it's got to be kind of entertaining, you know, just to watch somebody having a good time, you know. Yeah. Like you're singing, be- you're enjoying it, you know, and they don't have to really like do anything. Because they have never gotten a Uber like me. Maybe <laughs> one of one. Maybe not as good looking, but definitely not as talented as me. Most most Ubers are very, very untalented people, and I can say that because I am a Uber that <laughs> takes takes Uber. But so many of them are so boring, so so unentertaining. That when you do get get a Uber like me, usually you enjoy that because yeah. it's not j- just another fucking boring Uber. L- yeah. Like like I've gotten people that just need somebody to talk to because they just had a terrible month or week or day, <laughs> and I can do do that because I'm in the car for twenty minutes. They they can tell me they murdered somebody and and I'd be like badass, right? Badass. Dude. I, I think it's an art Where? to kind of like <laughs> to kind of like deal with the public in 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 a way that that you enjoy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I served yeah. for a while, um, like served tables, and then I was a personal trainer. So you get the on the serving table side of thing. It's like you know what you're talking about the short interactions where it's just kind of like you can make whatever you want out of it because going to be over soon and then with like the personal training like i've i've worked with people for years you know so it's like yeah the the different levels of interaction and kind of how how you navigate them i think is really important because i think some people just go the hard route for no reason yeah well and you're if and in an uber you're like you're in a a very small space with somebody that you don't know so it's very very awkward unless you would uh Fuse it by um, making a joke, by being a funny guy, by talking about them, talking about you. Then, uh, then I kind of do uh, what I do over here, where I like shill NFTs, hmm. and uh, then I also shill my podcast. Uh, there's yeah. there's a good portion of our subs that came from over there. Yeah. Because they because they have to, or or I'll just like pull over on the the <laughs> aisle way, fucking kick them out. Okay. 
I will yeah. say, speaking yeah. of highways in Texas, this is a random comment, but I will say when I, I went to Houston uh, six years ago. Oh, don't, don't, man. Don't. But listen, but listen, it was so odd to me. Like, I live in Raleigh in North Carolina, which is like, there's a million people that live in my county, like in my city. So, they, I mean, it's a pretty big city. Um, I mean, there's 10 million people that live in my state and a million of them live in where I live. So it's a pretty big city. And the the size of Texas's highways compared to the size of my highways. So good. My buddy picked me up from the airport and we're driving and it's like one in the morning because my flight got delayed like three times. And I'm like, why are we on the side a side road to get onto the highway? He's like, Oh, it's it's a feeder. Like you have to get on this road just to like pull up like your next highway just to feed onto the highway. And I was like, and then you get yeah. on the highway and it's six lanes wide Freeways, and people are highways. like zooming. And when he picked me up, it's like it was like one in the morning, and I mean, he was on the highway, and we were like zooming. I was like, dude, why are you going so fast? I was like, you're gonna get pulled over. He's like, he's like, I mean, not really. He was like, there's a lot of people out here, so like the odds that I get pulled is pretty slim. He's like, and the cops are busy doing other stuff; they're not worried about me. I was like, okay, dude, whatever. So the thing about Texas is everybody drives ninety miles per hour. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it's they, unsafe they, not to drive that because someone's going to run into you. Yeah, so because I'm in an Uber, you kind of need to drive like a dumbass, but you need to drive like a better dumbass because yeah. everybody down here, they are going from lane to lane to lane like their their wife is in a labor. <laughs> so so you, you kind of need to drive like a dumbass to get anywhere over here because there are so many lanes because that there's like lanes going to the moon and there's lanes going to New Mexico and there's yeah. lanes going to fucking Africa over here. <laughs> it's it's yeah. both amazing and also terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you want to hear the we- the weird thing that I do... Like this is definitely a self-report on myself, but you know, know. people, you know, people like crack their fingers. So I do that with my toes. That's not weird. I feel like it's that's totally not weird. Yeah. Okay. I feel like people would think that's weird. (laughs) So I used to do that. I think we need a reroll. I think we need another weird thing. Yeah, that's not weird. Not oh, weird enough. I think you're. I think you're hiding something really weird. Yeah, that was like a decoy. He had to like make something up. I don't even. Hmm. He is trying so hard to not talk about his sex life. No, it I'm is just killing a, him. But I'm just a like the most normal person in the world. Like I don't do anything. I work my nine to five office job from my home. I get off. I like. Look on Twitter for an hour, cook dinner, clean some the kitchen, and then go to sleep. And it's the same like pattern over and over again. So I know a weird thing. You are like such a neat freak. Yeah, I do. That's, I think that that's very very weird. I think I have like a low level OCD. Like everything has to be clean and everything has to be like done a certain way. Like when I go to bed at night, I lock like all the doors and like go up to the fridge, push both the doors to make sure like they're shut for the fridge, like hit the, the off button on the oven like three times to make sure the oven's off. And like, I have to do like this, 
this whole this whole like thing of events like lock the garage door like make sure everything's off like make sure everything is like fine the windows are locked everything has to be like in its own place before i can go to sleep you you and i couldn't be more different it's funny that i'm really weird about locking the doors and i live in the most like suburban like outside of the city you could possibly get like everybody walks their dog at like midnight because like why not like it's just so dumb if if I don't leave every door like completely wide open by the time I go to bed at like four a.m., and if the windows aren't open, if the refrigerator is not completely open, then then something's going on. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that's that's fair. That, that's how that's how everybody it, lives. I think for the most part. I mean, and not this weirdo over here, but that's fine. <laughs> the next topic is, would you rather have hair for teeth or teeth for hair? I'd need a lot of teeth. <laughs> teeth for hair, man, because, I, you know, I need the teeth in my mouth. They're actually functional. My hair is mostly, I mean, I love my hair. But it's just mostly just kind of there, and I need to cut it. And I, I feel like I wouldn't have to cut my teeth on my head, or really brush them because I'm not going to eat with them. Um, my only my then, only qualm with that is it would probably hurt my head to sleep because it's like a tooth pushing into your face. True, and, and if you and with your series of like head injuries, that would be you probably get a chipped tooth too. On oh, top yeah. of a, a chipped tooth on a concussion—that's rough. That's rough. That's, that's, rough. that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did the teeth on my head operate like regular teeth? I have to brush them. Do they need to be flossed? How thick are they? Um, it's just it regular like, teeth. Is it like it's a regular it just teeth. Like spread out, or is it like just like solid? I pictured like when I put back. the question down. I pictured it being like the like the GC clays with the with the spikes coming out of the head. That's kind okay, of what I pictured so, it as. That's okay, badass, so though. That's actually pretty sick. Yeah, that's a that's a that's is a onboard weapon uh, of mass <laughs> destruction. You you could also make anywhere. millions. You you're winning you're winning the headbutt the every like, time yeah the the teeth the hair for teeth that is just horrendous at all times <laughs> but but <laughs> you need to think of it more so like there are other animals out there that have hair for teeth like think a whale that they have hair for teeth like very hard bristles so so are these like hard hairy teeth or no it's like the hair on your head oh then then fuck that yeah that sucks and then a whale is also like the size of a bus or bigger probably so like they can just they don't need teeth they just like like anything they need to eat just like fits it's just like yeah in there can can i pick which teeth become my hair no i think it has to be an assortment of all of your teeth because in the, then I could give myself like a crown. <laughs> tooth a crown co- sounds good. Round of teeth. Yeah, tooth crown. I mean, to- I teeth on your it. head are basically horns, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. You can rob I mean, banks, and that's with goats, that. and that's goats. So yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Teeth for hair, no hair for teeth. We're in agreement. That's fair. That's there's, fair. There's just no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agreement. Okay, this is this is the question or the topic that I'm most excited for. All right, so you gotta you you both have to listen to the scenario 
very carefully and then make your decision, right? So would you take an offer to get on a plane with 200 people? So you're one of 200. On that plane ride, 20 of the seats out of the 200, so 10%, they get ejected midair. So 10% of the people aren't making it back to the ground. But if you do make it back to the ground, each person that makes it back to the ground gets $20 million cash, right? So are you, are you getting on this plane knowing that there is a 10% chance that you are going to go flying out of the top of the plane, see you later, alligator? Or are you just going to be like, nah, like I'm not doing that? Being a part of the 90 percentile, would never feel so good <laughs> though like so so you are saying i either die and i'm part of the 10 percent, or i'm part of the 10 percent or 20 it's not it's 200 and it's 20 people get ejected so it's 10 percent. oh so so i just need to not be the 10 percent and I'd be fine. Yeah, but you're also, but you also have to take into account that you are sitting, like if the three of us sit together and Crom gets ejected, you're going to watch him go flying out of the top of the plane. Oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I have no, $20 million dollars to get about all of that. So, Mitch, you're right. getting on the plane? You're taking a seat? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, think I'm up, I think I would just pass. I mean... I feel like I wouldn't really live my life that much different with $20 million. I know that sounds super lame, but like, I mean, I don't really care to have like a super nice house or most of the like cars I really care about that are like cool or like whatever to me or like older, like rebuilds or whatever. So, yeah, uh, I have goats. I mean, <laughs> I, I have a space You'll goat. Have- 20 a million likes yeah. soon enough, man. Well, yeah, because he is a space goat. A space goat. Well, Crom could probably live, right? Because he could just get ejected and float. He's yeah, a space goat. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just chilling. Yeah. I would Tyler, definitely. Swear, I'm definitely yeah. getting on the plane. I'm rolling the dice 100%. See? See? 100% yeah, I, because I, I see it. this. I, yeah. I see this. I see this as a win-win, right? Because I either get $20 million or like. I get a, a cool ass. Over. I get yeah. a cool ass way of getting off this godforsaken rock. So it's a it's a win win. It's not a bad way. Yeah, it's not a it's bad a cool way to way go. To like it's a cool way to die. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So like I feel like it's a yeah. win win. But I also have to take in consideration, you know, the how awful I am at like minting NFT projects. If I have that same kind of luck, I'm definitely getting boosted off the top of the plane easily. Like, I'm not, yeah. If I got that same luck, like Crom could, I feel like Crom could like sit there and it would be uh, like, I'm making it. No, yeah. It's he's just, making it's, it. It's the weather, luck is, yeah. the luck is with him. He's not going to like, he's not going to go. Um, but okay. I feel like that's how I felt like, I felt like Mitch would say he'd get on. I feel like that's what I thought. Oh, dude, it, dude. Even if it was like 200,000, <laughs> my, dude, even if it's like thirty dollars, I'll two, do it. Two McChickens and a tank of gas. Just, Mitch is in there. Just because, why not? Gas costs so much. I could make like two hundred dollars Ubering. Get get like five more subs. Why not? Yeah, that you, is, you could live stream it. There, you, dude. That that there you go. I That's, could. Yeah. And, and honestly, if you get ejected, it's probably better for your page. This is <laughs> this content. is some like Mister Mister Beast uh, level. <laughs> it's like, like right? you Dark get Mr. on a Beast plane. Though. 
<laughs> it's a very dark Mr. Beast. Yeah. 20 of you are dying, but two, $200 million. Oh, my God. So easy. How many signatures do you think it would take for you to be able to get on that plane, though? You gotta like, you gotta sign an initial at least eighty things before they're like, okay, oh yeah, 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 because yeah, for, yeah, for sure. So the family can't sue you. Oh yeah, definitely. That's my big thing, man. If I make it, you know, my family's gonna be like, you put us under so much stress. Where's my million? <laughs> be like, it's all in, it's I'm all in Ada. It's all in Ada now. I can't do anything about it's all it. In Ada. Sorry, it's staked. I don't want to move it. Ah, sorry, it's in Celsius. I can't do anything. Oh, I can't oh, move I, it. I staked it for the. I staked it for uh, what is it? The the ETH like merge or whatever. So I can't move it. See ya. See you later. And see you later. Uh. Do you want to take the next one, Mitch? You've got him in. All right. So the next topic is: What is the craziest purchase you have ever made, both CNFT and IRL? Okay. Um, CNFT. I mean, I don't really feel like I've had anything crazy. Like I've never bought anything that's like really doesn't have like increased value. You know what I mean? Yeah, it must um, be nice. It must be nice not to buy the right? time. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like. I mean, my like the thing I've only really ever like. It's it's funny. Like all the rugs that I've ever like minted, I minted like one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the most the most expensive NFT I've ever bought has been floating around here. It's not that one, but um, it was the William Tell uh, Pride Goat. I paid, I believe, a thousand ADA in a nice Bowie goat, and at the time, the, the thousand ADA I think was like two dollars and twenty cents or something like that. So yeah, um, I spent close to probably three grand worth on that goat at the time. Um, so I guess that's technically not worth that now. I don't think I would get that if I wanted to sell it, but also. Um, it is the only William Tell Pride bot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm cool with keeping it. Um, yeah. And then IRL, I bought a a spray painted blue uh, S10 with like a souped up V6 in it. Dude, and that's blew that so... thing up in like three days. <laughs> Wait, was it was it a manual? <laughs> was it a manual or automatic? It was so it was an automatic V6. I wish it was a manual. If it was a manual, I probably. I was about to say because there's some there's something uh, different about like whipping a manual S10 that like just really hits home. Dude, those oh, trucks shit. are so much fun though. I mean, they have like a V6, especially one of those trucks. I mean, you were basically on like like skates in the rear. I mean, you could. I mean, especially if it was like a little damn. I mean, yeah, because the S10's oh, no man. bigger than like a Toyota Camry, so. Right, and it's hey. like, it feels like yeah, that's what Mitch has. No, I actually yeah. I used to work nice for. Car. I used to work for um, some col- or some car dealerships when I was in when I was like 18, 19, 20, like 21 going through college, like into high school, into college. And um, I was always like detailed cars. So I worked like detailing for like the dealerships. And I didn't know how to drive a manual until I started working there. But obviously, we have to like move cars around a lot. So like I had to figure it out. Um, right. And they were like, here you go, Tyler, we'll show you how to drive a manual. And they brought me a a 1997 Jeep Wrangler that had like 300,000 miles on it. And it was the hardest thing. The trying to figure you would have to push the clutch. So, and like, just, I mean, I I basically felt like I was yanking like the shifter back and forth. It was so, it was so difficult to move, but after that, everything else felt like it was just butter. Anything else I drove that was newer. It was so great. But that Jeep was like the bane to my existence. I had to like move it around the parking lot a bunch and it was, it was awful. 
Yeah, not, that's smart on them, but yeah, I learned on my a flatbed F three fifty. Okay. Um, and that thing, I mean, s- same deal. I mean, just super, super hard. Like you had to go all the way down with the clutch and the free. You know what I mean? And like all the way down to the floor, and it was mm-hmm. just. Uh, yeah, it was different. It was definitely different. And I was like hauling stuff too, so like the yeah. work was always different. And yeah, yeah was, that's so funny. It was I, a learning experience, though. Speaking of clutch, when I worked at the dealership too, you know, like WeatherTech floor mats, how they're like you know laser cut for you know the specific car, so they like you know fit in the car. We had this Nissan. Right. We had this Nissan Xterra that we sold, like this old used Nissan Xterra, but it had like nice WeatherTech mats in it, and. um I had cranked the car, I'd cleaned the car, whatever. It was the last car we sold of the day. It was like eight thirty, it was dark out. I had like cranked the car, um, and it was cold out, so I was like letting it warm up and I was putting the floor mats back into it. Um and I basically like shoved the driver mat into I shoved the driver mat into the, the car and basically pushed the gas pedal down all the way by accident with the like with the mat. <laughs> But I couldn't back it up. Like, it was stuck because the seat was too far forward from where I was vacuuming the back seat. So I couldn't get the mat out. So it was just like, I mean, I look up at the gauge and the, the, it is like at like 9,000 or 8,000 RPMs in the shop. I mean, it is like there's smoke coming out of it. Dude, it was it like, it oh, smelled like God. burnt popcorn when I opened the hood. Like, smoke came out. And I was like, holy shit. So I went and told the sales dude. I like, I was like, hey, bro, come here. And he like came to the back. I was like, "Hey, my guy, I really, I really think I fucked this one up." He's like, "Nah, nah, it's cool. I'm gonna go. I gotta go put gas in it anyway." So he's like, "I'm gonna drive it off the smell and go away." I was like, "All right, bro." So oh I probably took a couple, a couple thousand miles out of that clutch, but I mean, out of that engine. But um, you know, it is what it is. It happens. Yeah, I mean, it happens. <laughs> it's probably not that big of a deal. Yeah, it was a shitty exterior anyway. More. <laughs> um. Let me hear it, Mitch. What you got for your craziest CNFT? Mitch buys the top a lot. We've heard his Lucky Lion story. <laughs> my Lucky Lion to my rioting ape. <laughs> I but felt bad about that one because we told you to buy the, the ape. Yeah, bunch of dickheads. My most expensive NFT I bought was my clay. No, my bud, which you can see up in the... Yeah, yeah. Metal, but I ended up buying that for thirty eight hundred, like probably seven eight months back. That's that's, that's a good price to pay, I think. Which isn't bad because it is a harpoon, but back then it was like two fifty three dollars. That's a huge, so, that's a huge purchase, man. So wow. I, so I ended up buying it for like seven. Well, you know, you know, he's from Texas. You know, everything's bigger. You go big or you go home. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that was the first? He's got a ranch. You know, that was the first NFT you bought, right? My second, second. So you NFT. just, you just went ahead. You went ahead first. You said, "Fuck it, I'll yeah. spend seven grand on one. Why not?" Then, then um, people will like see my PFP and be, be like, "Man, this dude's got clout for days. <laughs> He's already got a bud. His Twitter was made last week. Wow, <laughs> this guy's packing. Little did they know I minted like twenty bumping uglies, which could do good, but during this bear market." Yeah, it doesn't look too good. But the that floor price is fourteen. My... You know, we got some room to grow. I'm looking at it right now. N- not bad. <laughs> I mean, every floor is at like fourteen. To be fair, though. Yeah, Except I think for the 
These are cool looking. I think they just need like some more variation. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, but, I was gonna say they 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 do look a little similar. We are not talking bad about them because yeah. this is not a negative NFT. No podcast, rising but, tides lift all but, ships and life rafts. But that was my first mint, and then I'm like, shit, let me buy something big. So I spent $7,000, which is fine because because it is like such a blue chip where I feel comfortable with a harpoon bot, mm. but, but it's fine. And then as for buying things IRL, I don't buy shit. Like you are talking you eat quesadillas to every day that lives off of quesadillas and tap water. I don't know. I see Coca Cola's back there. That's that's because it, that's because I had a girl come over, so I'm oh, like, okay. can't make her eat quesadillas and drink tap water. <laughs> that's funny, the lady. But. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know any big purchases. I guess this podcast I've put in maybe at least like fifteen, fifteen hundred dollars like building up my PPC, buying a super good mic, buying a shitty mic arm. Oh, well, I have <laughs> the same one, I think. Oh my God. It's same so bad. It's so bad. It's like barely holding on. It's trying to Mine kill just, like, itself. Wobbles. It doesn't, it, it doesn't like. Like the the tampening screw or whatever, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work very well. No, it, like kinda... it doesn't at all. But, but, but I've probably put like fifteen hundred dollars into this podcast. I believe it. as a PC upgrades alone are expensive. Yeah. The, oh my god! So I told pe- people this back in the, the first episode, but, but I built my PC back in. 2016 some parts were amazing and most parts were pretty bad but that then i like maybe played over watch on it and minecraft so it worked fine but to do this podcast i needed a so i needed the best reason possible to not give up because i knew it'd be hard in a bear market so i'm like let me build my pc up perfectly so i bought a bunch of parts and then i put it together it it didn't end up working so i sent it into like some computer place where they fixed a bunch of things but then uh, they asked me if i would like them to move move all of my info from a one hour drive to the other and i'm like no, I've got that. It sounds easy. That ended up taking me a fucking week. <laughs> it's tough, man. I, I a fucking think... week of like breaking shit too. Yeah, it's 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 a, it was difficult for me to to get my because uh, I got a um, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a quick access memory chip for like gaming and stuff like that. And it's best if you put your games on that because it allows your computer yeah. to get raw memory from it faster. Yeah, it took me a while to figure out how uh, how to work out. It was like it's like it's a, I think it's called an NVMA SSD. I think it's yeah, but 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 I ended up like just deleting everything and saying no. Then uh, then I built it up with a brand new PC. I moved the boot up somehow over to the SGD. 
But that that shit made me so mad because I had just dropped like seven hundred dollars on the PC. Then then I bought a new desk that I put here. Don't know why <laughs> I did that, but it holds the but, water. But it but it looks good though. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. all about the the background. Yeah, you gotta give people. Yeah. At, right then yeah. uh, then i bought a bunch of frames for like 20 30 dollars the okay. sound foam yeah i mean i i look like i'm in good, an insane asylum it's just white walls you like that yeah you gotta get something back there man. i'm going to, well, I'm going to. Uh, i can't decide if frame, i want the frame is nice i can't decide if i want like a couple canvas prints of some of my favorite nfts no. or if i want like some foam like just like sound canceling foam behind me i don't really know what i want to do with yeah. it yet um, because it's also like my work. So, I mean, I'm kind of sitting off like I have a big L desk. So I'm sitting off the right side of it. And then all the stuff in the left and like in the corner is all of my like work for my job. So I have like three computer monitors and another laptop over here. So I don't want to be on a Zoom call. And they're like, why do you have an alien behind you? I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it has to be Bird like up. NFT branded. You know, I, I've seen a lot. I, you know, I watch like Twitch and YouTube and everything. So I see a lot of setups where, you know, a lot of time it is just like noise foam lights or um yeah. i like the ones that kind of look a little bit like greener you know what i mean they have like some like plants set up or something like that oh i love plants yeah. i'm a plant guy yeah. 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 The, the frame was cool for me because uh, it's not a nano frame it's uh good i forget yeah i forget the name or whatever but it was off amazon it's like it was like 200 bucks and it's a 15 oh inch, my a 15 god inch and i just it has it's an app that i just send my pictures to yeah, that he right bad. click saves. Yeah. Right click saves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so this one, that's not, that's not my goat anymore. <laughs> wow. Sorry, wow. Wow. The rest of them are mine. Cancel him. Cancel him. Yeah. Rom. I need to get on there and edit it. I just, I, yeah. I, uh, um, my, I'm, my 20 pictures that you see, they, they costed maybe like, five dollars a piece like no, that's really nice man i think we just lost him or I did. wait what happened where did he go I, lost. I don't yeah i don't see him at all it's all right he can edit this part out uh i don't know here i have his phone number i'll text him what the fuck that's never happened oh okay, he's back. back he rugged oh no dude you rugged oh no rugged us. you can just edit this out yes i did it no, I'm <laughs> keeping it. So so I can hear all the the bad shit you guys were talking about, yeah, about me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but but with mine, the way I did it doesn't look amazing, but it looks good enough to be like, oh, he's that like CNFT guy that there's pictures. Yeah, I like them. I, I think they're. I think they look good. I, I like the way you kind of arranged them too get some different yeah. background colors and, and different projects. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I got I got the frame just because I am a degen and I sell things and <laughs> that's it, yeah. I, and I don't even t I don't even Could take it be me? Could it Yeah, he sells me, them, just doesn't take them all. So I just buy things and in my then... frame do something about it. <laughs> yeah. But um let's see. I guess let me think. I think I haven't bought I haven't spent like a crazy amount of money on like a CFT. Like I think the most expensive CNFT I've bought 
was my was the clay i bought that clay that last week for like eight something but that's only like four hundred dollars and then i remember like that gc clay that i bought but i remember buying um i bought something i can't even remember what it was i think it was a growing pain maybe for like 300 when ada was like 150 so i feel like that's the exact same amount um so yeah, it's so it's far, a better better way to go. I think. And as far as I'm more obviously like we talk about on the pod, I'm more of like a community person than anything. So there's certain communities that there's certain communities that I get like I give a lot of time to like finding traits that I really fall in love with and like that I really like. And then there's certain um wait, Krom, is your wait, can you hear me? Are you losing my are you I can hear you. And I can see you. Are you losing my camera? Yeah. Yeah, so we currently um, yeah, are. It's, 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 so wow. it's on my phone and it's basically dying. Um, I have it plugged in, but not oh, to like my fast charger. So I could probably go grab that real quick and then come back. Um, let me, let me. So if you yeah, could, yeah, yeah. that'd yeah, be yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> the podcast is falling it's burning. apart. No. It's all right. Just edit it. Uh, it's that easy. It's <laughs> yeah, just, just clip it. it. Should be. Oh. Desk cam. <laughs> Show us those hands. There we go. Yeah, so I, I don't have an actual webcam, so I just use my phone with an app, and that's what we got. Nice, man. It actually yeah. seems like, I mean, I don't know what. Whatever. No, the quality looks fine to me. It show it actually shows my quality a lot clearer than y'all's. I don't know if that's like no, that's how mine that's how mine out. is. I think that might just be the way, like I use my my built-in camera for my MacBook and it shows me like crystal clear and then you both look kind of grainy, but it doesn't come out that way like when the video's done. Um, because I use my movie oh, yeah. magic, so so uh, let's keep on going. Can y'all see how long? Yeah, we've, we've been for been an hour and twenty eight. Because I can't. So we're good. We have a half hour. Um, okay. Yeah. So like I was saying, CNFT is probably like my clay or a couple of growing paints I've spent a good amount of money on. Um, and then IRL, I don't make a lot of really big like purchases on things like, like a computer or cars or anything like that. But I'm a whore for food, like really good food. So I, we have this, me and my fiance have this, like a favorite, um, like Spanish tapas restaurant. It's like a authentic, like Spanish restaurant in downtown where we live. Um, and we go there maybe like once a month or once every two weeks. And it's literally like probably like $180 for the both of us to eat, like almost 200 bucks. And to me, like I'd eat there every week. Like I'd spend all my money getting food. I eat, I eat like a king because life's too short just to eat chicken quesadillas. My my thing is like, what have I done to deserve tapas? My, Fucking nothing. L let me work. Let me tell my you my mindset now to let get me tell there. you my mindset though. My mindset is this: I could like work my ass off and eat like just cheese and cheese and rice and and milk and like do nothing else and save all my money. And Sounds good. The day that I have like. <laughs> 30 grand and want to go buy a house i could be driving down the road and just get hit by another car and poof like see ya, i'm out of here you know what i mean and then like for what like i like i suffered and yeah. grinded for what nothing like it didn't really do anything for me in life so my whole outlook on life is i can always make more money but i can't like make up more time or more experiences so i would rather 
like go get a nice dinner with my friends or like, you know, splurge on like a really nice restaurant and take out my parents or something like that, rather than just not doing that. So I could save like 80 bucks when in reality, I'll probably spend that on something else that's equally as dumb. <laughs> that's just it's, my it's philosophy though i just know isn't it though yeah it's the balance yeah it's the balance i obviously don't want to be poor and i want like yeah. my kids to have you know a good life but at the same time i also i don't find a lot of like value intrinsically in just like saving up money because to me it's like i mean it doesn't do anything it definitely doesn't like if i save ten dollars this year next year it's gonna be worth less than that so it definitely didn't help me out at all um so i kind of in Enjoy the grind, though. Like seeing that 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 this is what I'm doing with my life. That this is the way it's going. This is where I'm currently at. Let's see where I'll be at next year. And it's not that I don't take time off to have fun to get a bit crazy. It's just that the balance there. I don't deserve to be crazy as much as I do to uh, work hard to do all of these things because I'm 23. But yeah, to each yeah, their to each, own. It's just like Krom said. It's, so it's about I, finding that balance. I just tend to lean towards like you can always make more money. I can't make up like the time in the day or like you know memories I can make. So I'd rather just spend the money really about... and figure it out. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. It's just really about like what you care about too. I mean, you know, you just looking at these two like these two dudes in front of me right now. You know, you got one guy. He's got a bunch of money in his NFTs in the background. You know, and you got another guy, not a bunch of money in his NFTs in the background, but he's probably got a full belly with some expensive food. You know, that's right. So we can't see that. We can't that's see right. That, but it's probably there. And I drink and I drink so, this water because it's the best water, and it costs like a dollar fifty a can. And I still drink it. It's the only water I drink. Isn't there like a celebrity? Like uh, MGK. That? MGK owns it with a bunch of other celebrities. There's like five of like five like celebrities okay. that own it together. Um, but it's the best water in the world. And. And I drink this because I found you it both in are the killing the nearby the lake. We I recycle. See, now. my <laughs> my thing is, I use this every day, and I have used this every day since the day day I was nice. born. Nice. So that makes sense. He's but, carbon negative. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. He, baby. He's, he's evaporating carbon at this rate. Um. Okay. Oh All right. Moving. Moving along. What is something? Oh, you the gotta... next topic is: What is something that you think about that keeps you up at night? Literally, fucking anything. Like, like if I begin thinking about maybe a goat, <laughs> then I'll end up being being up for four hours longer than I should should be because I'm so ADHD. That in order to go to bed, I need to flip that lever so hard off that that it breaks the, the entire machine. So, so I just have to go to bed. But that d- doesn't ever work because there's always something going on in the CNFT NFT ecosystem that keeps me up at night till 5 a.m. Yeah. Typically, like the thing that will keep me up the most will be like something I have to do the next day like the most like annoying thing ever where it's like i need sleep to go do this really important thing and now i can't fucking sleep 
Um, either that or like I live in, like like there's like a quarter mile space between my home and getting off like the the bypass interstate, whatever you call it. Yeah. And there's just so many people who pull out in front of me or will like almost cause an accident for just no fucking reason. And those people, those people are the ones that like 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 stress me out the most. I feel like it's it's just so stupid. That's it's me. It's so stupid, but just like it's this only just this small area of just the same the same traffic accidents that almost happen to me like every day because people just like do what they want yeah when when you become a uber you learn to kind of just turn that off and enjoy the good music and the good vibes right. i wish i wish i would i try to do better about it it really it takes up too much of my like It is. I feel like it's inherently like like it gets my blood pumping because they'll like you know they'll actually like yeah. do something that that warrants that and then it just kind of cascades from there. But yeah, I I try to like not lean into it. Um, but but I bet you know for a fact that you have been that guy oh, yeah. that's yeah. done that done that. Before. I always think that too. So I'm like, with me, I'm like you're an asshole too. With you know, right? yeah, but. Um, but um, but then you go into that mode where you, you are like, I hope he's not looking at me, <laughs> like just just, just <laughs> driving after it, Be- because you know you are that terrible person that you are always like that's son You're of like a I'm bitch. a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I feel I feel like I'm gonna take a more doomer approach, you know, as as I do. <clears throat> I think. As, as I do, as I do, dooms. I stay, I'll, like, watch some, like, video or something like that about, I don't know, just random shit. Not even a video. I just randomly will think about something, like, super deep, and then I can't sleep because I stay up thinking about it all night. Like, how how you live. So, right now, I'm living, but I'm also dying at the same time. How's that possible? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm moving that through life. I'm moving peace. through life, but also my, my body is slowly deteriorating from second to second, minute to minute. Like, it's, it's insane. It's insane that the world is this way and that life is the way it is. I don't know. I just think about shit like that all the time. Or, or you know, my, my favorite thing to harp on about, like, how life is a simulation, I like to think about that a lot, too. But, you know, that yeah, doesn't that make one, sense. That's trippy. Or, or how does my my Subaru Impreza, my little four door sedan, fit in the same lane as a bus does? Make that make sense to me, huh? Because you can sit two people and still have someone walk in the middle. That's five people wide, and then my car, I can touch the other door and we fit in the same lane. How is this possible to me? You know? Have you ever driven a Have you ever driven yeah. a bus? No. Or like a big vehicle? Like no. you just don't have that much space on the road. You're just like you're just in. Yeah, you're just bus hugging. Space. Yeah. yeah. You are you are bigger, you know. So it's so it's kind of like being a big guy, like you you you, you ever see like Shaquille O'Neal do anything? He <laughs> looks so uncomfortable. Life and is that's uncomfortable. Just what that is what I imagine it to be a yeah. bus. Yeah, it's just uncomfortable. But, yeah, that's but, that's my doom. But my you doomer inside me. You, you you were talking about that like you are living to die. That kind of gives me peace because I know I won't always be here. So I'm like, let's 
fucking get turned. Let's live it the, the best way possible while I am here. Because we don't have tomorrow. So why would I waste time thinking about tomorrow, Mr. Well, see, you see it that way. Mm-hmm. I see it. I see it in a sense is like that most things don't matter if that's the case, right? Like everyone has a finite beginning and a finite ending. So everything in the middle, like my, my nine to five job or like it stresses me out. If I'm, if I'm not going to make it to my quota for the month and I'm getting close and it stresses me out, then I'll lay in bed and be like, why do I care? Like it, like in, in the, like the grand scheme of life, like it literally means nothing to me. If I, if I get one more, uh, you know, deal booked in the books by tomorrow, like, cause in the grand scheme of the, like, like I will live and I will die and no one will remember that meeting. Whoever I set the meeting with, they won't remember it in 10 years. No one will remember. So to me, it's like, well, that's how I kind of fall down this rabbit hole of like nothing matters rather than things matter because like I need to like enjoy things. Things while I'm around, and uh, that's the big difference between uh, you and, and I. I'm like, and I'm you, hot. You live Continue. for you live, and you are also bald. You <laughs> you live for other people. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am here living for myself. I didn't, how is that uh, living for other people? For me, that. Be, be because you are worried about these meetings that don't matter to you when when I am sure to a, your boss or your boss's boss 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 these tiny things do matter to them. Work is a scam, right? So so work <laughs> definitely is, and that's why I'm doing everything I can to make work not work to make work work. For me, but not feel like work, which we all aim for. But you don't even believe in that. So it's, I do. So it's I think a, it's something that I like, wrestle with. I, uh, I think I wrestle with both sides of the fence of like things are important to me, but also not at the same time. I, like I said, it keeps me up at night if I think about it too much. I just try not to think about it. Do, do you enjoy doing this Yeah, podcast? Yeah, I do. And I enjoy eating good food. And like I enjoy like doing like a lot of things playing video games like i enjoy a lot of things but so, at the same time i think about how so like, so it doesn't uh, matter so uh so uh would you say that that you would not enjoy this podcast if you made 10 million dollars off of it every year i think i would enjoy it more because then i could buy more food yeah but or would it but stress you out more? Also... Would it stress me out more? Pressure. Uh, I don't think it's the pressure to succeed that stresses me out. I think it's like the pressure that I place on myself that that somebody is going to do better than me, and I don't like that. I don't like the idea that we all like we're all like on my team. There's a bunch of people, and that someone could do better than me. I don't like that idea. So I I hold myself to a really high standard when that's probably what I dislike the most is because like I don't need to. Yeah. So so I don't compare myself to anybody, which is so hard in this scene because it's so easy to see people. That have made thousands off of a oh, yeah. certain. I get FOMO. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, but you can't compare yourself to to anybody else because they are not you. They are not living a lot like you. They are not living for you. Meanwhile, you are the only person living for you. Maybe your 
Beyonce also. But but there's no reason to compete with other people because other people don't matter. Like that's that that's that's kind of doomer of me to say. But but yes, I do love my circle. But but if somebody goes on and they begin talking shit on Cardano or Cardano NFTs, or if like somebody says something homophobic, then 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 I don't care because they don't re- represent where I'm going, right? Yes, I should care, but I can't care because I'm so fo- focused on myself and where I'm currently going to compare myself to these other people. Wait, I want to hear Krom's take because I feel like me and you have just been like arguing back and forth. As we well, I feel do. like my yeah. take on, on you guys is, is <clears throat> that you're both a bit hypocritical. Uh, and in the sense, in the Thank sense you. that, you. you know, so, so, you know, Mitch is, is kind of saying that, that, you know, Tyler doesn't necessarily, uh, kind of live for the moment, but he also, you know, is somebody who enjoys food. So I think, I think a lot of what I think people just in general could come to understand a little bit more is that we're all so, so, so alike and that our, our perspectives seem a lot more, uh, like definitive of ourselves whenever we kind of box them into like basically anything we say is kind of boxed in just by words itself. But um, when we start to box in things like that, we start to kind of make ourselves seem a little bit more different from each other when we're really just, we're both, we're all just kind of people trying to enjoy our own sort of balance of life and the things that we like. And while also trying to protect ourselves for some sort of future, whether or not how far along you're thinking probably pretty relative you know um but ultimately you know we all want to uh, we all want to keep going with this life that we're trying to build for ourselves but also you've got to take time to stop and kind of kind of breathe too so yeah uh, i i think i think you know I, I think it's just it's just about finding your own your own way i mean that's really there really is no yeah. other way than your own and if you try to fit into a different piece you're just not and yeah it'll feel uncomfortable and yeah. Yeah. Well, speak. Live like Crom if you're Crom. If not, you know, be somebody else. Yeah. So to to kind of summarize that, we are all the same, even though we are all very different. Being a human, we we all carry the same needs, the same wants, but we just kind of do it in a different way because we are always going to be different than every but yeah different pfp even though we are the same i think people that try to like i guess either pull other people into the their box that they've made or try to kind of look at other people through that sort of perception is where you get this this kind of this hate this anger this sort of even fear of somebody who's different and it's really just uh it's just kind of ignorance of what that person's really about, and, and you just don't get to see it on the superficial level. So, you know, t- taking time to learn to, to to kind of understand somebody else, I think. Yeah. To be to be fair, me and Tyler, we are best buds, so that was more so for the podcast. Oh, you're just trolling. 
But you're you're boring. No, no, that's I mean that's no, I think that's what's great no. about like our relationship is that like we're really good friends, but we also basically disagree on everything. Like e- like everything we have like a like different opinions and like pretty much opposing views on most things, but we still like get along because like life's too short to argue about stupid shit. Um, it's nice to be able yeah. to like take somebody else's perspective too and like to listen to it and to respect it even though not yours. You know? Yeah. That's that's kind of the goal of the podcast to make people laugh and to make them think. But let's move on to the next question. Yeah, so I mean it kind of follows in suit maybe a little bit with what we were talking about, but what is your number one rule that you live by? <clears throat> oh, um just I don't do anything that is going to change the way I feel about myself. I've in the past I did a lot of things that were selfish or mostly just selfish, selfish, prideful, um, caused some pain. Yeah, realized that's not the kind of person I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just more or less. I, I feel like in a way it was me doing those things was a gift in a sense to myself and I guess everybody who is going to be around me for the future to just kind of like, hey, I was a jerk. I learned from it, and now I kind of understand. What it means to uh, what, what it actually means to be good and do good things, and that even if yeah. you don't have specific consequences for something bad that you do, that there are you'll be held accountable in some sort of way, even if uh, you know it's not so so evident. Mm. M- mine kind of goes off of that in kind of kind of a way, and it also goes back to what I just talked about. But you you need to live for yourself to live for other mm. people. Like back in college, I made sure everybody else was happy. So often of the time, I'd end up being the bitch, the the butt of the yeah. joke, which which I kept on just saying, "Oh, haha, that's so funny," but. But you need to kind of make sure that you are putting yourself first because if you are not, you are going to fall so far behind. And I feel like to get to where I'm at now, it's because it's because I put myself first 200%. Mm. The, the reason I haven't dated in like two or three years is first off, Super high expectations, <laughs> but second, but second off is because I needed to put myself first to put somebody else on the same level yeah. as me. So, so because of that, you 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 should be be able to have fun. You should be be able to do these things, but you can't do that if you are worrying about what everybody else will do what everybody else will say because this podcast is so ballsy for me to do with the way i do talk but but i know what this community needs and i know what i can do mm-hmm. for it so, so i'm like let me be that per- that person that kind of goes against all odds to put myself first to put my community first my people first mm. so 
It's a big deal too, man. It's a big deal to just, you know, to, to really believe in yourself enough to take a risk and, and just to try to do what you actually want to do. That's so, it holds so many people back. And I, I feel like I see it because I, you know, I was, I've always been somebody who just, you know, I, I've, I've, in my lifetime, I was, I was in the military. I know how to TIG weld. I was a pharmacy technician. Damn, bro. I was, I started my own business that I ran for six years as a personal trainer, which I absolutely love doing. Um, and now I'm kind of transitioning into like more of a kind of just like administrative position that will kind of help, help kind of build up, uh, just a general life for myself. But I think ultimately, like don't I think people just set limitations for themselves all the time. They 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 have more reasons why they can't do something than they can, and they don't want to put the effort because effort's a risk. Putting yourself out there's a risk, you know. Um, risk versus reward. You 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 could do the same job for for two hundred years, and make one hundred k per year, but. But if you, you don't go to bed saying saying I'm excited about tomorrow, then to me, you, you are not putting yourself and your worth and your happiness forward. Karam, I, so I ended up talking about my path that kind of like led me here. And, and I'll like do a synopsis of it, but... But but I wasn't happy in college. I dropped out. I ended up working for the government, doing a bunch of food drives, donation centers. Loved it, but didn't love the people and the thing I, the things they were doing it for. Then after that, that I ended up working at Amazon, and nobody likes it. It's a job, job, and they treat you like complete ass. So 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 many things. I've learned through through all of these like shitty times to lead me to a path that I'm on and now where where I go to bed at 5 a.m. smiling my ass off then I get up at noon smiling my ass off because I'm doing this for me. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing, man. Because I'm doing this for my happiness over anything else. I feel like like waking up sad or waking up dreading what you have to do is just such a it's it's a, a, a kind of a cancer on our society i feel like a lot of people just really feel like they have to grind until they die and that's life and that's what it is and you got to suck it up and well i mean, and I mean you can choose to you know you can choose to and there is sacrifices you got to make to get to certain places like i'm not i'm not downing hard work or anything of course but like at the same time there's yeah it's just finding your finding your own way i guess yeah yeah and i well and i will say too that like our our generation like in our like us in our 20s and like you know anywhere in the 20s really i think that we face like a un a uniquely different world than our like parents face just like with the way that like global economies are functioning now it's a lot harder to work like a really menial job and still have like a normal life you know what i mean like a lot of people you have to basically have to like overextend yourself a lot as like a young person just to basically like do what you want to do because like the economy shit like everything's pretty shit at the moment um yeah 
So I will say, I feel like that plays a big factor in like a lot of people's like decisions that are our age too, is just like, it's hard to take a risk knowing that like our parents, like if they took a risk and it didn't work out, they could go back to like a shitty job and still like afford their mortgage and all of that shit because like times were different, but right now it's not the same. Um, so I like, I definitely think that plays, I will. So good. So I kind of disagree with that because there's so many like new avenues because of technology, because of the internet, because of crypto, where you could work a full job. Yeah, but the, I mean, in the crypto and space, there's not a lot you of could, them. You could, you could, and also. then like on the same, if you want to play the flip side, if you want to play the flip side of the coin, technology also you know, is, is such a, it's such a help to the economy or to, you know, the, the workforce in general, but it's also like a detriment because you can automate so many things and just cut out like people's labor where you can like just buy a machine to do it. Yeah. So on the same coin, it helps because like, you're not having to fucking go shovel coal into a furnace, but it, it also sucks because it also Thank sucks God. because you don't, there's actually no job right there now. Like it, that job is obliterated. See, ya. you know, so, um, I don't know. I think I kind of see like both sides of those coins. Like technology is great. I work from home on my computer all day. Like I love it. I don't have to commute. I don't have to like yeah. go deal with nobody. Like I, unless on a Zoom call. Like it's great to me. But at the same time, like I mean, it's just a, a pretty. I mean, it's pretty boring. It's pretty like yeah. You know? Um. Anyways, but to kind of pivot, it's kind I think like a good. I was gonna say it's just kind of like a, a kind of like a. If you think of the game of life as like a game, like you just have rules yeah and it's not necessarily gonna be you know you have to do this to get here but sometimes you may have to do something you don't like to get where you want to go yeah um just just to make it happen you know but i I do think it is still possible to work a job sit back a savings so you can get some sort of certification or maybe you can do a side hustle um and especially i think side hustles are super underrated too because you know like like his side hustle, let, you know, if it makes any money, he has a tax write-off for his computer, which he bought to do the job that he's now, you know what I mean? So, like, certain things, like, if he spends money on his side hustle, he can save some of the money he would pay in taxes on, you know, just because he's living, you know? So, I think there are certain, I think pivoting from having a real job into doing a side hustle and then turning that side hustle into a real job is is really a, a cool avenue that... Uh, and if you're familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, he talks about this a lot. It's just yeah, you 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 do sometimes have to eat shit to get where you want to go, but don't don't just yeah. don't just eat shit and live your life and just live your life eating shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and I think you can make something out of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I'm not like really familiar with a lot of Gary V's content. I will say that the one thing I've seen like a bunch of videos of him, obviously, <clears throat> but I will say that the one thing I do agree with him on is basically he goes into his whole story about how he he made a twitter account like the year twitter came out you know like in 2009 or 10 or something like that so he was around at the start of it kind of gained a following because it was just a new it was like a new area of like the internet you know what i mean so um and then from that he basically had like companies coming to him to you know, help them like basically lift off on, on Twitter as well. And they paid him a shit ton of money to do that. And it was all just because he started one early and like got in his foot in the door early. And I think 
we talked about this on the pod, I think the last pod with the fairies. I don't know. They all kind of run together at this point. Um, but I see, I see crypto and like Web3 is kind of like our generation's foot in the door to something new, like the dot-com boom, um, you know, things like that. I think that traditional like markets suck. So I think that really what we have is like, is this. And I think this is like something that we can be early into and it can be like the internet for like our parents. Um, right. So, yeah, that's just definitely yeah, something. I, I, I was about. having this sort of sort of conversation with my dad the other day where he was like, he was like, how's the crypto doing? I was like, well, you know, it's it's like the, the, the market, you know, it's just slow right now. Things are just, you know, just kind of I was like, there's going to be there's going to need kind of be a big catalyst for things to recover because, you know, it's just the, the whole world is, is suffering right now, you know. So um, and he's like, well, if it never comes back. And I was like, well, I was like, I was like, I can't. I can't claim that my projects will come back, but crypto, like it, it has to be until, unless the technology yeah. gets replaced by something fundamentally better, we need better privacy and security on our internet. And, and I think, I think NFTs almost kind of almost put a barrier in front of cryptos innovation in a sense of people see like these JPEGs go for millions of dollars and they think it's some big hype wave or silliness. And what they don't realize is that 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 project was fundamentally just good at reinvesting that money and creating hype and, and creating that yeah. wealth. Like they, they it, and it wasn't, and it's not necessarily even tied in with the technology and what it's capable of. It's just been an expression of it that was available early on. Yeah. But eventually, you know, like like things like movie tickets, concert tickets. You know, like yeah. I'm going to go to a, a concert in October, and if it was an NFT ticket you know what i mean i'd have an nft ticket i'd be able to put it on my facebook and my collectibles and then let's say mitch went to that same concert he'd be like oh dude i didn't know you were you were going to be there you're there you know and that and it's like a way to kind of connect and encapsulate memories and and things that that i feel like people do already but inefficiently yeah like you when you i mean in the u.s you have to one second you're good um so, so I meet a bunch of normies. Yeah. Oh. No, I was gonna. Mike, Mike, I locked, I locked, I locked my cat in the bedroom. Oh uh, no, <laughs> you're good. Ah. You're good. No, I was gonna say that, like the application, like you were saying, like just a lot of shit that we don't do like very well. Like you have to, you have to like re-register your car every year. Like why couldn't you just like send funds to like you know a specific like smart contract and it just kicks you out like a new. You know, yeah, new, it's just a middleman. A, a new registration, and then you know, if the cops pull you over and they ask for it, you can pull it up and show it to them rather than keeping a piece of paper that you lose and throw it in the glove box, and then you open it, napkins and shit fall out everywhere. You're trying to find it. Right. Your cocaine falls out Jesus. of it. I know it's it's tough, man. Well, even even backtrack, like like why can't I just tell him my name? And then his database has that information and we, it's not secure and it doesn't communicate well. That's, I think that's the big issue. And even in like hospitals, you know, like imagine you come from a third world country Jesus. and right. And he left again. Today. Yes, dude. Um, fucking rugging. Can you continue? He'll, he'll just jump back in. Yeah. But not yet. Like if you're like from a third world country and you come to come here and you want healthcare, they have none of your information. They have yeah. no way to access it because the systems just simply don't communicate. So I think, yeah. Um, you know, the the blockchain is going to be a way that we're able to have scalable security and identities, you know what I mean? Like I'll go online as as Chrome and I'll be able to spend my money as Chrome 
and you know what I mean? And it won't matter that, you know what I mean? All my information will be there. It'll be yeah. safe and secure and it won't be, you know, like right now, nobody's going to want to do it because Facebook, Twitter, they all get, they, you know, they get hacked. You're, you know what I mean? My, my, I, I did like a Norton scan or something like my information, my personal information is on like six different, like of these, uh, known phishing scam, whatever website, like they got my information from something. Right? Yeah. Like my yeah. email address or whatever. Um, and it's like, why would anybody want to put more information on this, this web two system that is obviously not very secure and, yeah. uh, yeah. when, when I am bring people, you, you can kind of tell the intelligent people from those that, that, that are not that intelligent because you may begin talking about crypto and if they're just like oh those monkey pictures then then usually i'm like this person's gonna be a very late adopter but say i'm talking to somebody and it's intelligent then then we don't just talk about these pictures we talk about more so the the technology behind these pictures, which they be even even more than they be even this like decentralized finance. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't is, think it's intel- which is okay. Yeah, I don't think it's intelligence. No, I think it's, I no, think it's it very much. No, so I is. think it's I think it's ignorance. Like it's ignorance to not not even in a bad sense. I think it's ignorance to like thinking outside of like traditional systems, right? Because like. Traditional systems govern basically everything you do in your entire life. Like you get paid, it goes to the bank. Like you move money, it goes to a different kind of like there's like levels to yeah. the banking system. Like there's government offices that hold all of your sensitive data, your social security number, like your I mean you get your birth certificate. Like it it's it's systems that we're all born into that our parent like our grandparents were born into, our parents. So f- for most people it's just like not understanding or not wanting to step outside of like their their own knowledge bubble which i don't think that it's like an intellectual they're probably like you could talk to someone who probably knows a shit ton about something else than you do but at the end of the day they're just ignorant to like the crypto space whereas i'm ignorant to like agriculture i couldn't tell you how to fucking grow crops you know or or like how to raise livestock but like that's just because i'm ignorant to like what that's all about but i can i can tell you about like proof of work systems and stuff um you know so I don't know. I think along with that too, like our media kind of pander, like like there's media that panders to a certain individual, and that certain individual is going to get kind of like fed. You know what I mean? Whatever, whoever you follow on Facebook is going to kind of uh, kind of control those kind of content. Yeah, the algorithms got us fucked. There's, right. So there's definitely people who will probably be more likely to get shown the cryptos that like like Seth Green got scammed out of his board Ape Yacht clubs because it's all all the wild wild west and everything gets stolen you know yeah yeah. yeah yeah mitch pulled up to him we'll with see. the mitch pulled up to him with the hand pistol said give me your right. give me your apes i'll blow you away give me your monkey picture yeah <laughs> yeah i mean but but yeah we can so i'm thinking we should cap it off here i yeah. mean i can't tell how we're at we're at 205 we're good perfect perfect awesome well anyways guys we appreciate you all coming coming and listening to three dumbasses talk about (laughs) everything from 
from the I'm a, fantastic I'm a space dumbass. All right. Yeah, space space goat dumbass. While while dumbass. while we may be dumbasses, we are definitely a go- goats. From so is there anything you'd like to shout out before we end it? I mean, mostly just shout out to you guys for having me on here. This is a lot of fun, just kind of chatting and and I really I feel like I don't ever really get people asking me about myself too often, so it's nice to talk and yeah, nice nice to have some cool conversation, man. Nothing nothing uh, <laughs> no, nothing better than, than talking about NFTs with the boys, you know. That's right. Um, so That's yeah, right. yeah, I just appreciate you guys for for reaching out. So. Yeah, I had sure. a lot of fun. Hope, hope you guys did too. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the goat and dropping by. <laughs> yeah. All right. And anyways, guys, for you guys that that have watched or listened to the entire video, if you did enjoy it, we would love if you dropped a sub over on our YouTube. It's over at the Degen Report. And maybe like, we apologize for not doing a giveaway. But I feel like we've been a bit too nice to y'all. So it's <laughs> about time that, that, that we kind of bring those reins back. Yeah. So you Give us stuff. So any of... Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Where's my yeah? Yeah, give give us give some us goats. goats. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah, yeah. We know all you <laughs> whales are loving this video. So, anyways, guys, like I said, drop a sub, maybe a like, and we will see you next time on the Degen Report. Peace. See you.